Welcome to the Cup of Joe Wrestling Show. Cup of Joe Wrestling Show? With Joey Harris. A podcast for the wrestling fan on the go. So take your favorite beverage of choice and join Joey as he takes a look at some of the biggest shows on the WWE Network. makeshift studios deep in the heart of Staley Main Manor, this is the Cup of Joe Wrestling Show. I am your host, Joey Harris. You can follow the show's Twitter at Cup of Joe Pod. You can email the show at Cup of Joe Wrestling Show at gmail.com. Folks, back at it, back in the saddle again, and just right up here up at the top, I would like to just send out warm uh, condolences and just thoughts and prayers to the family, friends, and fans of New Jack, who passed away this past week at the age of 58 of a heart attack. And if you want to talk about the life, legacy, and legend of New Jack, you have to talk about ECW. And a lot of people know him from there. But to me, his best work was in Smoky Mountain Wrestling. So if you could see some of that work that he did there, just with the gangsters and just his promos, unbelievable stuff, because he really didn't do a lot of promo work in ECW after about the first year or so. It was the entrance and the weapons and all the crazy dives and bumps he took, the mass transit incident and the incident with Vic Grimes just overshadowed everything. And I know they went into everything with the dark side of the ring they did on him last year. But if you can look at his stuff in Smoky Mountain Wrestling, to me, that's his best work. I'm back, back out of the hospital. I mentioned in the last episode that I had pre-recorded that I was going to be out because I was having gastric bypass surgery and so with the world like it is today I had to do a little bit of surgery prep in addition to being on liquid diet so the Friday before surgery May 7th I had to go to a drive-through testing area and have a COVID-19 test now I had done the rapid test couple of times before well that's just the little swab up the nose this is the deep penetrating i told my friend this morning when i was talking to him it was like a imagine a coffee stirrer but about twice that size and the woman tells me look straight ahead and it just like she just kept going all the way up into my sinus cavity it felt like and I don't have any shame in admitting to you that I just cried. Just immediate tears just started flowing from my eyes. And if there had been a wall there, I would have punched it. And I said this, if people had to get that test done, everyone had to get that test done, we'd be well over 85% vaccinated in the country. Thankfully, I was not positive for COVID, so that's good. And they were able to go through 
with my test. Um, drank a full glass of cran apple juice the morning of surgery because they want your blood sugar to spike and not get too low during surgery. So that was good. It, it just felt like something normal after two full weeks of just nothing but liquids. That was really good. Just have something that I know other people were going and having in the morning. Got there, checked in, weighed. I was down 16 pounds officially from, no, I take that back. I was down 26 pounds, not 16. I was down 26 pounds officially from when I started losing the weight for the surgery. And they were late to come and get me. And I go in there and the surgeon did it was a huge robot, huge device, robotic device that took up most of the room. I slid onto the operating table. They put the mask on me and told me to inhale that it was just oxygen. But I don't remember anything after that. I was out. Next thing I remember, I'm coming to in recovery and the woman and I was very groggy. And apparently, I don't mind sharing this with you all. Apparently, after surgery, I peed on everybody. Just let it go, as they say in Frozen. They covered me with the blankets and all of that. And they had put something in my eyes to, I guess, protect me or, or something. And the woman's like, no, you can't rub your eyes. I, I wanted to. And that was the only thing I remember. And then I, I came to a little bit more. And then my wife was allowed back and she stayed with me and they finally had a room ready for me and I was in and out I was snoozing in and out was allowed small sips of water as well as a swab that you're allowed to put around your mouth to because you get dry mouth very easily and to allow to take small sips of water and I don't know if anyone out there has ever had moonshine, but the first few times I took sips of water going down, it was like I had moonshine. It burned just because I had surgery there, but slowly that got better. And I was in the hospital overnight. Um, they got me up and I, was, I took some small steps around, went down a hallway was very unsteady but the second time much much better and then was able to start moving around more and more they had you full of IV and the good drugs and so I was not in a lot of pain it was in discomfort more than pain but got out on Tuesday of this past week and just have been recovering ever since then but enough of that but i just wanted to give you a small update of that it's funny even though he's this is a few years but a couple years before he was there it's very appropriate that today we're looking at ecw show um, given the news about new jack but so today we are looking at ultra clash 93 from ecw Ultra Class 93 went down on September the 18th, 1993 from the ECW Arena in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. 
there were 1,131 fans in attendance. This is not on Peacock yet, but me noticing the things that they're putting up, I have no doubt that it's eventually going to get there. I just wish it were there sooner rather than later. We start out with a TVNA intro. This video is presented in the most complete form possible. Then we get our regular Ultra Clash 93 intro. We start out with the Public Enemy, Johnny Grunge and Rocco Rock versus Jason Knight and Ian Rodden. This is all Public Enemy to start. A double stuffed pile driver on Rotten. Not as good as double stuffed Oreos. But I don't eat those anymore. But that is better than a double stuffed pile driver. Joey Styles is the announcer for the evening. Public Enemy throws Rotten out. And Rock throws himself over the top rope and onto Rotten. Grunge drops a leg on Knight. Rock does a moonsault on Knight. Knight trying to fight back. Knight being choked on the outside by Grunge as Rock goes at it with Rotten on the inside. Grunge scoop slams Rotten and hits a headbutt on him. He then hits a reverse bulldog on Rotten and Rock does a front flip onto Rotten to get the pin. They continue to punish Rotten after the match. This is like Public Enemy's debut in ECW and they are the quintessential ECW tag team. Paulie made them look so good in ECW you don't really see their flaws until they go to WCW a couple of years later. We then go to our Pennsylvania Championship match. Tony Stetson versus Tommy Cairo. Stetson has manager Hunter Q. Robbins III with him. Stetson with the early advantage. He throws Cairo out. Cairo coming back with a hip toss and a spinning head kick to Stetson. Stetson rolls out to regroup and runs straight into the scaffold set up for the scaffold match later. I don't think that was planned. I think he did it accidentally. Those things happen. Stetson finally gets back into the ring. Cairo hits an underhook suplex and gets a two count. Stetson rolls out again. Back in. Stetson gets an eye rake in and regains the advantage. He gets a chin lock on. Cairo powering out. Cairo hits a belly to belly suplex. He gets a two count and Stetson gets his foot on the ropes. Another belly-to-belly -belly gets another two-count. Stetson goes outside again to confer with Robbins. Stetson gets the advantage coming back in. Kyra does a corner whip and follows it up with a back elbow. That gets a two-count when Stetson gets his foot on the ropes. Kyra getting frustrated. He does a snap suplex on Stetson. Stetson hits a big flying clothesline. Robbins distracts the referee as Stetson hits Kyra with the title belt to get the pin. Super Destroyer 1 versus Super Destroyer 2 with Hunter Q. Robbins the third. 1, 2, and 3. Mass versus Mass match. Destroyer 1 keeps ducking Destroyer 2. Destroyer 1 gets a quick two count early. Destroyer 2 continues to punish the arm. Destroyer 1 gets Destroyer 2 down and delivers a headbutt to the hamstring area. Back and forth. Destroyer 1 grape finds the leg. Destroyer 2 hits a corner whip. But Destroyer 1 ducks as Destroyer 2 misses the charge. Destroyer 1 hits a flying backsplash to get the pin. Destroyer 2 unmasked and it's Doug Stahl. I had to look it up as Joey Stahl says he looks familiar but doesn't name him. Destroyer 1 then says he's the only masked wrestler left and the Dark Patriot comes out and attacks Destroyer 1 with a chair. 
he and Destroyer 2 then pile drive Destroyer 1 onto the chair two times. JT Smith then clears the ring and Dark Patriot climbs the scaffold to get away. So we go directly into the scaffold match. Our scaffold match is JT Smith versus the Dark Patriot. Patriot hits Smith with some powder. They fight on the platform before Patriot drags Smith to the center of the scaffold, then DDTs him and tries to roll him off. When he can't, he runs Smith into a pipe. Patriot takes the drawstring out of his tights and chokes Smith with it as Smith holds on for dear life. That is a very unique move that I had not seen before. Smith coming back and gets the drawstring and attacks Patriot with it. Patriot rakes Smith's eyes and slams him into the scaffold. He throws the drawstring away and then does a pedigree-like move on Smith on the scaffold. It's a slugfest up top and Smith hits a drop kick onto the scaffold. Patriot goes back into his tights and nails Smith with something and Smith starts teetering on the edge holding onto the pipe for dear life. He throws powder at Smith again and Smith falls into the ring. Smith gets up seems to be favoring one knee as the crowd yells for the Patriot to jump. He instead climbs down. He attacks Smith and they fight in the crowd. The Patriot then attacks the referee. He then throws a table on Smith. He then attacks him with a chair. Texas Tornado Bunkhouse Match Abdullah the Butcher and Kevin Sullivan versus Terry Funk and Stan Hansen. The crowd is really into Funk and Hansen as they come out. Funk attacks Sullivan with a chair as Hanson chokes Abdullah. Sullivan and Funk go outside. Abdullah comes over, Hanson attacking Abdullah's forehead with punches. The heels then switch off opponents as Sullivan attacks Hanson with right hands. They then switch off again. All four are inside the ring and Sullivan tries to climb the scaffold to get away from Funk. Funk follows. Abdullah shakes the scaffold trying to shake Funk off. Funk and Sullivan battling on top of the scaffold. Hanson and Abdullah fighting in the ring. Sullivan climbs back down. Hanson with a big back elbow on Sullivan. Funk back down and he takes turns hitting Sullivan and Abdullah with the chair. He then traps Abdullah's head in the chair as Hanson and Sullivan exchange rights. Sullivan with his foot on Hanson's throat. Abdullah finally frees himself. Hanson gets free and runs over to help Funk who's having his head run into the chair by Abdullah. Hanson hitting Abdullah with the chair, and Abdullah is bleeding. Sullivan hitting Funk with the ringside hammer. Funk attacks the referee, thinking it's Sullivan, and Abdullah accidentally hits Sullivan with his fork when Funk ducks. Funk does the spinning toe hold on Sullivan, who hits him in the eye to get out of it. Out of nowhere, Eddie Gilbert and the Dark Patriot attack Funk and Hanson. They start brawling all over the building. Hanson and Funk awarded the match. Sullivan attacks Abdullah after the match. Abdullah attacking Sullivan with his fork as an Abbey chant goes out. Wrestlers trying to tear them apart but get attacked. Sullivan still has the hammer. Everyone battling all over the building. We then go to a battle royal for $5,000. Sensational Sherry, Tigra, Donnie Allen, Jay Sully, Angel, and Hunter Q. Robbins III are your participants. Sully is eliminated almost immediately. Angel eliminates Donnie Allen. Sherry and Angel attack Robbins. Sherry rips his pants off. 
He is then thrown out. Angel jumped by Sherry. Sherry slams Angel and rips her wig off. Referee Freddie Gilbert comes into the ring. Sherry screams at him. He says something to her and she eliminates herself to take off after him. Angel goes over to the ropes to yell at Sherry and gets eliminated by Tigra, who wins. Sal Balomo versus Sir Richard Michaels with Hunter Q. Robbins III. The loser gets 10 lashes. Balomo is incredibly over with the crowd. Balomo calls out Sherry to be in his corner, and she comes out to a Sherry chant. Balomo throws stuffed animals to the crowd. Balomo attacks Michaels. He hits a dropkick. He attacks Michael's face. Michael's comes back with a leg drop and a chin lock. Belomo with a big headbutt. Michael's with a full Nelson. Belomo with a backwards headbutt and a double mule kick. Back and forth. Robbins takes a cheap shot on Belomo and Michael's hits a standing drop kick. He gets a two count. Belomo kicking out sends Michael's out of the ring. Back in. Belomo hits a standing drop kick. Sherry slaps Michaels with the right hand. Michaels hits Belomo with Robbins, Kane, and takes over. He tries a pin, but Belomo has his foot on the ropes. Robbins attacks Belomo with the cane while the referee is distracted. Michaels hits a back elbow. He climbs up top for a splash, but Belomo moves out of the way. Belomo hits the splash to get the pin. Belomo gets the strap and starts slashing Michaels. Robbins jumps on Belomo's back. Sherry comes in and attacks Robbins. The Rockin' Rebel then comes out and attacks Bolomo with the strap. ECW Heavyweight Championship Match Shane Douglas with Paulie Dangerously versus The Sandman. A Pittsburgh Sucks chant goes out, so Paulie and Douglas go to leave. They go to the back. The referee announces that they have 10 seconds to get into the ring or The Sandman will be awarded the title. Douglas gets back into the ring at 7, and Sandman immediately attacks. He hits a corner whip and a back elbow. Sandman with a drop kick. He gets a two count. Douglas pulls Sandman outside. They slug it out back and forth. Sandman with some knees to Douglas's stomach and follows it up with a corner whip. He gets a two count from a small package. Douglas with a snap mare. Douglas gets a chin lock on Sandman. A Paulie sucks chant goes out. Douglas gets his feet on the ropes for extra leverage. Sandman coming back. Douglas with a snap suplex. He gets a two count. Back to the chin lock. Sandman coming back again. They collide and both down. Douglas whipped across and out of the ring. The Sandman hits a scoop slam. He then hits a top rope shoulder block. That also takes out the referee. He covers Douglas, but there's no referee. Paulie comes in with the phone. The Sandman stops him and Douglas nails Sandman with the phone. The referee recovers, but Sandman kicks out at two. Sandman low blows Douglas. He goes up top and hits a crossbody, but Douglas rolls through to get the pin with a handful of tights. Our main event for the evening, a baseball bat match, the Headhunters versus Miguel Perez and Crash the Terminator. The team start out at opposite ends of the building, and as they count down to zero, the race for the bat in the ring. Joey Styles says he doesn't see Victor Canonis at ringside with the headhunters. The count begins. Perez gets the bat and hands it off to Crash. All four outside. Crash swinging hard at headhunter A but misses and hurts his hand. Headhunter A gets the bat and hits Crash hard. 
They're in the crowd, and that bat is really getting a workout. Perez comes to help Crash, and the headhunters attack him with the bat. Perez runs into a wall while Crash gets worked over. Perez led back towards the ring. The camera misses it, but Crash runs headhunter A through a wall. Perez gets the bat just buried into his midsection as he tries to fight back. He gets thrown into the ring. He gets Irish whipped and then gets the bat to the ribs again. Meanwhile, Crash and the other headhunter crash completely through the wall into the dressing room. Crash heads to the ring. He gets the bat and uses it on the other headhunter. Everyone in the match appears to be bleeding. The other headhunter comes back to the ring with a chair and whacks Crash with it. Perez climbs to the top rope and hits headhunter A with the bat. Perez and Crash take turns hitting Headhunter A with chairs. They brawl into the crowd. Perez ducks a bat swing and hits a heel kick on Headhunter B. Headhunter B and Perez both climb the scaffold. Headhunter B dangling from the scaffold as Headhunter A hits a powerbomb on Crash. Headhunter A then misses an elbow from the top rope. Crash hits a big slam but misses the moonsault on Headhunter A. Perez hits Headhunter B with a chair. Headhunter A with a big moonsault on Crash to get the pin. They continue to brawl after the match. They brawl to the announce position so Joey Styles bells. The crowd cheering for the faces as they thank everyone for coming and fade to black. You can follow me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at TheJoeyHarris. If you like the show, please leave a review in iTunes or Apple Podcasts. I would really appreciate it. Thank you for joining me this week. This is Joey saying so long. From Stately Maine Manor. The Cup of Joe Wrestling Show is a production of Baby Kangaroo Media.